everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight Face. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Hi. Hello. Melissa, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing a lot better. Yay. Listeners, I had a string of headaches Ooh. due to unknown reasons. It's a real Mysterious medical mystery. <laughs> uh, it really sucked. But here I am, head headache less. And I Beautiful. was like, I don't know if we've ever taken a sick week. Have we ever taken? I don't think we've done it. I think we have. For sickness? Yeah. Yeah. There was. Remember, there was one time like a year ago where I couldn't stop coughing. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely couldn't record then. <laughs> well, listeners, thanks for letting us. Um, you know, just have some human time. Not that we gave you a choice or... No, but we got no complaint emails and we appreciate that. We... Wow. <laughs> I don't know that we can say that because <laughs> on the previous episode, we said, look, if we forget to post again, you got to bug us. You got to remind us. And so oh we God. did get a We Twitter did have a very message. nice listener. Yes. Yeah. That we really appreciated that was like um since you, you told said. us to do this uh where's the episode wow i was like sorry Just following that's wild <laughs> but we do have some other listener letters to discuss let's go do 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 shout out to andrea who i replied to and then replied back because i don't know that we ever read and an important detail from Andrea's message before that that I want to bring up um, because we asked her like when did your daughter lose interest in Twilight have we have we talked about this she was supposed to read the first novel for school who does that his daughter was reading Twilight for what school curriculum maybe like, it was like a maybe it was like one of those summer lists that's like read two books from this list and they just put like literally anything on it to get you to read stuff that's the only reason that I can imagine right that your she did specialize that it was an option um but I choose to believe that it was like Okay, and this quarter, pick one of these three books. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Twilight, the cultural phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> we also heard from our pal Des, subject line, I'm seriously feeling so judged right now. <gasps> I love judging people. Des notes that she somehow accidentally unsubscribed and just <laughs> figured it out while it worked. And so she's like really behind now, but was like, oh, thank God. Bless. Um, I thought they just stopped doing the podcast. Um, Can you imagine? I wish. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> Des writes, I'm currently listening to episode 62 and you talk at length about how stupid it is to get married at 18. And honestly, <gasps> I didn't expect to be attacked by a podcast in my own ears. Oh, I was no. that person that got married the summer I graduated high school and always thought Bella was just being dramatic. In hindsight, I don't know how any adult in our lives was okay with this, but 10 years in, I'm 100% sure we did the right thing by sticking Yay. together. I mean, wow. I'm glad what? that the stupid decisions worked out really well. 
I'm glad wow, that it was Melissa, a smart decision in your choice, Des. That's rough. What elitist New Yorkers we are. You know, <laughs> yeah, we just think we're so smart and so great. Listen, I will acknowledge that I am jaded. Do I think anyone should subject themselves to contracts with another person in today's society? No. You know, I feel like Melissa does get a pass on this because she's just anti-marriage in <laughs> generally. <laughs> Especially in high school. I feel like I'm less anti-Bella getting married and more anti-her deciding about spending eternity Harmony. literally <laughs> with somebody that she's known for like one year. Yeah. So... Yep. I think that I genuinely just was being judgmental and Des, I apologize. <laughs> I don't remember what I said, but it probably was judgy. And you know what? <laughs> You're right, because there are a lot of people out there that do get married young and it's the right choice for them. I just watched many, many TikToks from <laughs> this girl that got married at 19 and like she and her husband are like in college and they're just married and wow, like pursuing their dreams, Chill, but together cool. and they lovely. seem really happy. And Des, you seem happy. You know, I was just thinking about how there's probably plenty of people who have gotten married, but who would not decide to spend eternity oh, with for their sure. spouse. Yeah. Many. Most people uh, definitely exist. I would, I would say probably most. I would not say most. I think that most, I, I think that over half of married people would say that they wanted to be over eternal Over half of married together. people will get divorced. Yeah, but they don't, if they knew they were going to get, I think most people, if they knew they were going to get divorced, they wouldn't get married to begin with. Like some people no, would anyway because that. they want to be married temporarily I don't know but I think most people go into marriage assuming they will not get divorced I like let's find some data I know some people who like they're like that's my that's my option though that's like my like yeah but that doesn't mean they think they will get divorced but also that's anecdotal as opposed to saying most because most people must think they're not going to get divorced because they go up there and say that yeah, they're not going to, to. Part. yeah it's in the thing they say yeah exactly so they think that it's forever <laughs> can you imagine though like if you like just got Being married judging. to some bro and you're like yeah i want to be with him forever and then it was like you couldn't back out of it oh my god well, here's the thing, the you time. could. Just because you become a vampire with somebody and claim that you're going to be together for eternity. That's true. Like, there's, Bella like, the magical vampire aspect of it, of, like, well, you get hardened into exactly how you are and you never change, so inherently That's you would never true. split up, but you could. We yeah. talk about Bella deciding eternity when actually she can literally just go away whenever she wants she's to. deciding to not be a human the only irreversible right. part of this decision is that right. she will not lead a normal human life right she could you know commit vampire suicide at any time right. she could she could run away edward. from edward she could murder edward she has many recourses <laughs> available of, to her Daddy, i have to go write some fan fiction <laughs> she could okay, just anyway, pretend she's so... aging until she i don't know okay a vampire who lives successive normal human lives by becoming 
very, very good at prosthetics and makeup. <laughs> And just like ages themselves progressively for like 80 years at a time and then starts over at, you know, like whatever age they actually are. Oh my God. Wow. Everyone would hate you. <laughs> what you like, mean? Oh, I have such bad cramps. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah. me too. They're so bad. to be at like you know a vampire who like rosalie just wants to be human and just like pretends that they're human she could just fucking and, do like, it in denial as we discussed she could be fostering children yeah. she could be adopting babies she could be aging herself with makeup every day and she chooses not to <laughs> well you she know what speaking of to. rosalie we have another email from our pal melina and it's about rosalie I wanted to share something I thought of about this chapter in Rosalie while listening to last week's episode. Um, she talks about how like when she was a teenager, she like totally did what Stephanie Meyer wants you to do, which is be like, come on, Bella, be easier on the Collins. But like in time, she's like, mm, I think I'm like kind of more on your guys' side on this one. And she says about Rosalie, I agree that it is a compelling argument that she stayed with the Collins initially, so she wasn't alone. But you'd think that once she found Emmett, they would have went off together into the sunset. About this, I'd say, you know, family's important. The thing I think Stephanie could have done to make it more convincing would have been to give Rose's backstory some Carlisle-ish religious qualities. Mm -hmm. We get the hint that her father thought his safety in the Depression was a reward for hard work, probably meaning a reward from God. So maybe if she would have talked about her family's religiosity, maybe some churchy stuff, pushing the engagement to Royce, maybe her wanting to be pious and knowing that vanity is a sin, but she just can't help herself. Maybe a statement about how Royce wasn't as pious as her and liked her sinful side, etc. Maybe then Rose sticking to the Cullen family and diet and the motivation for the assault would have made more sense. But instead, we just get to watch her call herself vain a thousand times. At least the revenge part was good that's i mean a yeah very interesting idea yeah that really is really that is more compelling just like giving her you know like then it's like oh well i was really vain so maybe this life is like a punishment like mm. maybe in my human life i sinned and that's why i'm like this and so i stay with the cullens because like it seems like that's what i'm supposed to do there's like a penance aspect yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, it would definitely Not that I want more her. religion in Twilight. I do want well-rounded characters, though. Yeah, I feel like it's it's a really interesting thing to explore as compared to the vampirism. And it's, it is kind of interesting that there's not more explicit religiosity to it. Like, we kind of get the, like, soul conversation with Edward. Yeah, it is really interesting that, like... But even Carlisle doesn't really address... Right, we just know he's really religious, but we don't really get his his take on. We don't things. get any of it from him. Yeah, it'd be interesting if like Bella grew up in a religious household, or like maybe if Renee's not that religious, but when she's with Charlie, Charlie he like goes to something. church on Sundays and would like if she came, but like won't mm -hmm. make her, but like yeah. occasionally she goes. That'd be interesting. Be an interesting liar. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the chapter. Whose turn is it? I went last week. I thought I went last week. 
Well, the last week, no one went, technically, because um, we didn't record The last week that we did it. <laughs> I mean, it may be my turn. Okay, yeah. No, I think I, I, did, I definitely before. did the Rose chapter. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so But it is Melissa, because I think I did the one before Melissa. that. All right, fam. Chapter eight, temper. Um, I once again thought this chapter was stupid. <laughs> But mostly because I think Jacob is stupid. Oh, I thought you were going to like it so much more. I mean, there's only so much stupid I can like. Uh, (laughs) I just need these characters to be smarter. Um, Then there would be no conflict. We can have conflict and still have smart characters. (laughs) Anyway... Uh, so we're now at La Push with Jacob and Bella. They're like, ooh, we did a real badass thing by playing hooky. And they hold hands and it's really gross. And uh, they talk about the tribe and like some changes that are happening. Or as I guess Bella brings up, she's like, what's the drama? What's the sitch? And Jacob's like, how do you know? And she's like, oh, it was just a question, bro. Um, and apparently Quill has imprinted on Emily's niece, who happens to be two years old. So here we are setting up the real sketchy imprinting on baby shit. We're laying down the groundwork and we get Jacob's explanation of, you know, they become anything that you know, their person needs, whether that be a brother, ew, um, a best friend, later, a lover. And Bella says, you know, what we're all saying, which is she's like, um, that sounds real creepy. Uh, I am judging this, (laughs) as I think is a very normal and regular response. And he's like, again, don't judge. It's not like that. I'm like, you're the one who said that he's imprinted on a two-year-old baby. So, like, (laughs) I don't know what we're supposed to do with that information. And essentially, he's just like, no, it's fine. Whatever. And then he's like, I want to talk to you about uh, this thing that happened in New Moon where you said that uh, if I became a vampire, or if you became a vampire, it wouldn't be any of my business. And Bella's like, yeah, it wouldn't be. (laughs) And he gets all mad. And he's like oh, you can't become a vampire, like, in a couple years? And she's like, oh, well, you mean a couple weeks? And he gets really angry and says that it would be better off if she were dead, which is really uncalled for. <sighs> and she uh, leaves, as I think was a very good decision on her part. Don't Go gotta Bella. be around that. Don't gotta be around that energy. And she rides the motorcycle back to the Collins. Alice is there waiting for her and is like, um, do you want to talk about it? And Bella's like, nope. Holler boundaries. <laughs> and then she goes up and goes to sleep on the couch. She wakes up in the middle of the night because Edward's back. She remembers that she's supposed to be mad at him, but she's not. Which, like, <sighs> fine, I guess. <laughs> um, but they talk about how Edward's been real dumb up until this point. He's had like this little 180. He's like, you know, I'd rather not jeopardize our relationship for the sake of like me being overprotective. And I'm like, yes, thank you, Edward. I don't know what spurred this 180. Um, no clue whatsoever. I guess you just, I don't know, had an epiphany. 
And she's like, okay, well, also I went to La Push and I saw Jacob. And he's like, yeah, I know. Do you think you're going to go back anytime soon? Which was which shows some real growth on his part. I appreciated that. Um, and she's like, no. Uh, Jacob says he wishes I was dead, essentially. And Edward's like, I'm really sorry uh, about that. And also, I want to murder him. And I was like, <laughs> I appreciate the first response of... <laughs> Yeah, that would get really suck to hear. Obviously, you're torn up about it, but also, fuck you. Like, I really, really I really appreciated that. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they have some steamy moments, and Bella's like, why can't we keep this going? And Edward does a little, you know, manipulation. Uh, like, yeah, you like this bed, don't you? Because that's where sexy stuff happens, whenever <laughs> sexy stuff is going to happen. <laughs> But they don't actually do sexy stuff, and then uh, I guess she goes back to bed. And they talk about they talk about Denali for a little bit. Bella's jealous. Anyway, that's the chapter. Wow, that was great. Nine. Yeah, thanks. Um, I was gonna I give you long. like a like a six and a half just because it was long. But I also like read this last week and didn't remember all the things, and you reminded me of all the things that happened. So that's that was the whole good. point. Yeah, I, I also felt like it was long, but that's why it's a nine instead of a ten. Because besides <laughs> that, it was funny and it was it was very comprehensive. It was very <laughs> comprehensive. It's true. Um, I read this like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> it really it really does benefit you sometimes. Um, yeah. I feel like this chapter was full of things that I forgot about and which really proved me wrong. Um, in previous episodes, uh, starting with. The story about Claire, which I was like, listen, Jacob introduces this as a romantic thing. That's why we all freaked out about resume. Yeah. Like, what did she think? But like, guess what? I was wrong. Claire is introduced like two chapters later. So we do get this information very soon. But she's still set. He's still like, well, if inevitably it will be romantic. He doesn't say that it might never be romantic. He kind of implies that it still will be once right. she's old enough. Because why wouldn't she want it to be? Right, because why wouldn't it be? Each other. Because he becomes exactly what she needs. I really appreciated that Bella was like, doesn't Claire get a choice here? Like, thank yes. you for saying exactly what I was thinking in my head. Right. I mean, none of these things really get addressed, um, but Bella does ask, so... I was thinking how hard would it have been to be like, yeah, he's going to be whatever is right for her. So maybe it's a big brother. Maybe it's a best friend. Maybe one day they'll fall in like romantic love. But maybe she'll fall in romantic love with somebody else and he'll be like, like what she'll need is a fun uncle figure. And that's what what he'll be like there's no way of knowing the only thing that i think melissa missed was when jacob tries to imprint on oh yeah yeah. (laughs) that was really tries so embarrassing (laughs) it's so embarrassing and she doesn't get it like how oh my god this is the densest i've ever seen her be he says (laughs) <laughs> Quill imprinted. That's three now. The rest of us are starting to get worried. Maybe it's more common than the stories say, dot, dot, dot. He frowned and then turned to stare at me. He gazed into my eyes without speaking, his eyebrows furrowed in concentration. <laughs> what are you staring at? I asked, feeling self-conscious. He sighed. Nothing. 
stupid. Jacob, you know this isn't it. how it works. It's the first time that you see somebody. You've already hung out with her. It's not gonna happen, like, dude. Yeah, bro. Also, just like she didn't pick you. Yeah. It's already happened. By trying to imprint on it. her, you're trying to like force her to yeah, like subvert her will by right. Yeah, she already established she don't want to be with you. And we should talk about the fact that, like, she's already giving you more than she really should be. Because they're holding hands! They're holding hands. Why are they holding hands? She's like, maybe this is weird. Nah. Let's read it. Let's read it. Okay. Jacob started walking again. They're on the beach. Without seeming to think about it, he reached out and took my hand. We paced silently across the rocks. I thought of how we must look walking hand in hand down the beach, like a couple, certainly, and wondered if I should object. But this was the way it had always been with Jacob. No reason to get worked up about it now. There's a reason. You have a boyfriend. (laughs) As someone who is, You are in a monogamous relationship. With friends... They're, like, I don't think I've ever held a friend's hand. Like, it's just not, like, a friendy. I've done it occasionally thing. with my best friend. But even then, it's kind of like, oh, we're each other's, like, best friends. Like, we're only holding hands with each other. <laughs> yeah, one of you was not, like, outwardly in love with the other. And you both <laughs> knew it. Like, right, exactly. discussed how the other one has a boyfriend. Right. We, it has literally been discussed that Jacob wants to be more than friends. Bella does not want to be more than friends. So inherently, this hand-holding is problematic. Really. Like, I know. Like, look, I, I get it, right? Like, their best friend, she has bodily autonomy. He has bodily autonomy. If they want to hold hands, they can hold hands. Yes. Oh, what a tiny dog outside. You guys, <laughs> it's so small. Is it oh, walking like or is it being shoe. held? It's walking. <laughs> but be, yeah, because it's How really fast small. are its tiny legs going? Um, the human is going very slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. But, like, I, I, I get it, right? I get all of that. But before Edward wasn't back, and now he is. Bella is in a relationship. You... You can't. I also feel like since holding it, hands. Since she's like, mm, maybe this is weird. I feel like that's enough of a like. Right. Well, it's probably weird if you're thinking about whether it's weird. Exactly. If Scott like, if Scott was like, oh, and like here's a picture from my beach day, and I was like, are you holding her hand? And he was like, <laughs> yeah, she's my best friend. We'd have a big freaking problem. <laughs> like that would be a massive issue. <laughs> I cannot believe that Bella's... And and it's, like, even weirder because Jacob does eventually talk about how he wants to imprint on her and only thinks about her anyway, like, that she's the only one. And and Bella's like, I feel like I should go. And he's like, what? No. And I'm like, this is why holding hands is weird, Bella. This, like, this moment right here. Like, this really is on her. Like, he shouldn't yeah. have reached for her hand, but, like, she's the she's the one that's taken. She should not be holding his he hand. He does, like, really shoot his shot here. He oh, sure yeah. does. I he mean, says, he shoots his shot a lot. Many times. 
I'll never see anyone else, Bella. I only see you. Even when I close my eyes and try to see something else. Ask Quill or Embry. It drives them all crazy. Even if I... Okay, if I'm Bella and I'm not dating Edward and Jacob tells me this, I'd be like, I'm sorry. I like you, but like we're in we're way too far off from each other. We're in like very different places. I don't think we should, I don't think we should go right. out. Like your feelings are much stronger than mine. I'm sorry. Like, right. it's all I see is you. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Um, that is the definition of coming on too strong. <laughs> and if I did get any person, boy, especially, who was like, you're all I think about. I'd be like, get the fuck away. Me. I'd be like, you're a murderer, right? <laughs> and yet, of course, as a teenager, I think this was like imprinted upon my very soul. Um, and so I'm sure there's a deep down part of me that's like, actually, if someone said that to me, um, I'd be so happy. But I don't know. And also, he's being dumb because he already knows how imprinting works. Like, Sam had his girlfriend. Was he with Leah? Was that who it was? Yeah, he was with Leah. Yeah, so, like, bro, you already know how it goes, okay? So, like, don't be a dummy. Yeah, you don't actually know, Jacob. You might not have a choice. What I did appreciate about this is Stephanie did a really great job capturing the, like, teenage delusion that there can never be anyone else. Oh, yeah, that's true. I would have felt that way if I were also 16. Yeah, it's true. I did think that way. But, you know, that your high school crush is just, like, it. You're like, I'm never gonna feel like this ever again if they like told me hello i'm a supernatural being and like all i can think about is you i'd be like that's it. all right i guess <laughs> I mean, i'd probably be that's it. how it is forever then <laughs> <laughs> then they go ride their motorcycles for a while and bella's like a little hesitant but Jacob is really good at bringing out her irresponsible side. So very <laughs> quickly, she's previously like, Previously appreciated. Previously from appreciated. Yeah. She claims that right now is her happy era, which I is kind of hard to believe. We have not seen her be particularly happy with Edward or otherwise. I mean, compared to freaking New Moon, this compared is to like her own personal dark age, Sunny McSunny. I guess it's great. <laughs> It's as sunny as it can get in Forks, Washington. <laughs> then they have the fight about the treaty. I don't even want to talk about it because I feel like we've covered how I feel about the treaty so much. And if I get started, I'm going to go down the whole thing he again. He says there wasn't a geographic limit to the treaty, which is the only part that I want to comment on. Which that doesn't not make any sense, sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, I wrote, make any um, haven't they added to the fam since then, though? So, once again, the treaty's already broken. Yeah, and then she's like, but Jake, you broke the treaty? And he's like, yeah, by accident. <laughs> he's like, doesn't mean they get to there's, break it. I'm no like, all of this is... <laughs> it really doesn't make that much sense. It doesn't. He says, they have only one option if they object to what I did. The same option we'll have when they break the treaty to attack to start the war. That's the same as just not having a treaty. Just not having a treaty. That's just two groups. You just mutually decide not to fight at any time. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's stupid. (laughs) I think it's just about the honor. Like, it's, it's not honorable to attack first. And so they're each waiting for the other to fuck up so that they can have an excuse. Like, that's the, the only thing. Don't actually give a shit about them. 
Like, yeah, not they that care much. that that Bella's like not hanging out in danger. But like, as far as like, no one's like, oh, I gotta make sure that that werewolf tribe is is killed tomorrow. Like, yeah, the Collins are like, oh yeah, they're like kind of gross. We think they smell bad. We don't really right. like them. Well, and I the feel wolves like it's are like, like, oh, we hate them so much. We think about them all the time. Right. It's the world revolving around the Collins. <sighs> Like, yeah. they're the center of the attention. So, the white peoples. Right, yeah. <sighs> okay, then he's like, why, who are you, like, where, did you Did you mean that part where, like, it sounded like you were going to be a vampire? Right. And she's like, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. <laughs> what yeah. she says is, will you never forgive me, Jacob? Which is, like, so, like... Sweet and old timey. <laughs> um, and uh, and then he says, "You won't be Bella anymore. My friend won't exist, so there will be no one to forgive." Like, bitch. <laughs> Holy shit! It's harsh. I okay. So we're always walking this line where like a bad thing will happen in the book, and it's like I. I like it, but I don't like it. And this was one of those things for me. Like, I loved this scene as, like, a reader. But, like, as a person with a brain, you know, I don't like seeing Bella be treated this way. But, like, right. it's really emotional. You get sucked into the scene. Like, as a reading experience, I found it well-written. and Yeah, immersive. you're right. Yeah, but we can have well-written scenes that also don't go against my brain every chapter. <laughs> Twilight did it. There could Fine. be slightly less. <laughs> so she reveals that it's going to be, it's like inevitable. Like she wants this to happen in the next few weeks and he really freaks out. Yeah, he gets all like angry, but like I'm going to change into a wolf angry. Like, yeah, his whole body man. was quivering with anger, a growling sound building in his chest. Ew. It literally looks like he's vibrating because he's trying so hard to not explode into his wolf form. I think it's because he's about to explode. Yeah, I yeah. really don't like the illusions, though, that this is, like, him, like, keeping violence at bay. Like, oh, for he's sure. He's so emotional that he he's can't control yes. his actions. Like, yes. ew, no. Also, that violence is, like, in here. The change is described in violent terms like turning right. into mm -hmm. a werewolf is like an inherently violent, violent act mm -hmm. and so to have these indigenous characters have violence as just a base component of who they are does not sit right with my spirit mm -hmm. no and then he says you'd be better off dead i'd rather you were <laughs> yep wait like, let's talk <laughs> right before that this is i I can't believe Bella said this. Like, Jacob's in the wrong here, but I still can't believe Bella says this. <laughs> so Jacob says, he's going to change you into a filthy bloodsucker in just a few weeks? And Bella responds, of course, Jake. He's 17, Jacob, and I get closer to 19 every day. <laughs> Besides, what's the point in waiting? He's all I want. What else can I do? Like, okay. It's such so a, like, 18-year-old thing to believe. You yeah. know, like, if I turn 19, the world is going to end. It's going to end. And no one will ever believe that we're in love. And I can't spend eternity with him. 
if we are two years apart, which is indiscernible physically. Jacob's perspective is like, you are destroying your, you are destroying my best friend and (laughs) betraying me. And she's like, I'm going to turn 19. Like I have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Then she leaves. Thank God. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. After saying, maybe, maybe you'll get lucky, Jake. Maybe I'll get hit by a car. And really dramatic teenager in me loved that comeback. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like maybe I will die. You'll be sorry then. (laughs) She killed it. Oh, I love this part. She hops on her bike and like spins away. The rear tire spit a fountain of mud toward the garage. And I hope that it hit him. (laughs) (laughs) Loves it. I hope you get muddy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then we finally get nice Edward time. The other thing that this chapter proved wrong for me is that Edward just has this like miraculous about face as Melissa put it, he has an epiphany off screen and suddenly he's like, I would like more, you know, insight into that. Than, you know, because like, he was, he was very gross a few chapters He was very sure ago. and he was really shitty and now he's yeah. being like very and pious so like, and saying the right things. What exactly got you to be this way, sir? I loved this. Because we've also been saying, like, we don't get to see them have fun. But, like, there was some fun here between them. You know, mostly it's sexy fun. It's mostly sexy fun. (laughs) Which was fine by me. But also, just like in the way they're talking to each other outside the sexy fun part, like, there's some more banter. You, like, see that they enjoy their time together because I was like, I'm. I'm remembering. I I did appreciate it. I did wish that there was some more, you know, of Bella being like, yeah, I'm angry that you, like, put me on house arrest for a week or whatever. She forgives very easily. She She definitely forgives very easily. Which, like, we know this about her, but, like, ugh. I would normally want to hold that against her, but in this case, it's hard to because she just had this thing with Jacob. And it's like. She needs that support. Yeah, like she just had a worse fight with someone else, so now she's like back. But also, what are you gonna Edward do? is annoying briefly in this part because he's like, "Why don't you like the bed?" And she's like, "It's unnecessary." And then proceeds to get really sexy with her, and then she's like, "Oh, you changed your mind?" And he's like, "He literally no. says, don't be ridiculous, Bella. <laughs> don't get carried away." I'm like. Bitch! <laughs> You're the I am manipulating not. her with sexy you purchased, time. You purchased a bed, Edward. Right. Is it really so absurd to think? Sexy time on, and you say she's and getting carried away. And then you literally said the bed is not for sleeping, and then she's like, "Wait, really?" And then you're like, "Duh, no." <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that as manipulative as Melissa did. I was, I was like, oh, you asshole! Silly teasing between this couple. Like, okay, I would take it that way if Edward had ever been silly in his whole entire life. There was one time in Twilight where he like he's jumping across her room across his room and like cradles her oh yeah and yep. on the couch. turns it's into a ball <laughs> yep. yeah but he was silly that time by being mock serious so <laughs> but that counts that counts it's a silliness 
I'm trying anyway. to find like where he says why he had this epiphany. Let's walk <sighs> through it a little. So he like gets into bed and she wakes up and there it's like immediately very calm and peaceful between them. Her anger has kind of like melted away. And so they start kissing and he's like, I like thought you were gonna be mad, but like I'm I'm fine that you're not. <laughs> and she's like, give me a minute to work up to it. They're like kind of teasing, having a good time. Then they make out more. Yeah, then <laughs> there's like details about it. Um, then they talk about the bed. She's like, not to bring on the ire prematurely, but do you mind telling me what it is about this bed that you object to? And she's, she can't say anything because they're still kissing. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> it's a nice bed, isn't it? And she's like, it's unnecessary. Then they kiss some more, and he's like, I don't know that it is. This would be hard on a couch. And, like, then they kiss some more. And then she's like, are, are we doing this? And she's like, no. God, no. <laughs> Rude. But essentially, Bella does get to a point where she's like, don't you want to know what I did this this week? And he's like, you can tell me. If you want. And she's like, oh, I went to Little Push. And he's like, oh, I know about that. He essentially, or Bella essentially is like, um, okay, I thought you were going to be, like, really mad about that. Um, where did all this tolerance come from? And Edward says, I decided that you were right. My problem before was more about my prejudice against werewolves than anything else. I'm going to try to be more reasonable and trust your judgment. If you say it's safe, then I'll believe you. And... Bella is like, wow. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's a completely 180 from his previous beliefs. Very so. <laughs> um, and then he says, and most importantly, I'm not willing to let this drive a wedge between us. And I'm like, okay. Holler. He also yeah. previously does apologize. He says, before he even gets any of that, he says, I'm sorry, I was wrong. It's much easier to have the proper perspective when I have you safely here. And something I appreciate was before that, so often people will be like, it's my turn to apologize. And they act like that's the apology. <laughs> like they don't actually right. apologize. But he says on the bottom of 189. Can I apologize? Yes. He says, can I apologize? You were angry with me, remember? And it's like so nice that he thinks that that is not the entirety of the apology. Like just saying I should apologize is not the same as apologizing. So the fact that he did apologize, I appreciate. That's true. He also goes on to say, I'm sorry I had Alice hold you hostage, though. That was a bad idea. Yeah. Why, yes, it was. See, I want to think... know what happened on the, like, did he, like, right. I don't know. I... It's, <laughs> like, pr- it's, like, satisfying that he says all these things, but it is, like, it just comes out of How? nowhere. Like, How? they don't have, like, they don't, like, have an extra discussion that like changes his mind successfully right like Like, shows up i think it would be better for us the reader if you got to see like how he got to this 180 especially after you know he's so so into this you know frame of mind yeah he seemed like very certain about how he felt I would appreciate a little more groveling on his part. <laughs> yeah, I always said that. I think it is a really good apology, but I think that he could do more considering the extent of the offense. But that said, I don't feel like the questioning that you guys feel about like, 
where exactly is this coming from? Because I just feel like, yeah, it makes sense. He's realized he real like she skipped school and ran off with Jacob. And he's like, damn, okay. So if I keep acting like this, she will literally be running away from me. I don't want this to drive a wedge between us. Hmm. She has always come home safe before in the past. And she did tell me to my face that maybe I was just being a jealous little crybaby. That's I'm more like, I want that on the page. together. Yeah, like, that's, like all, that's all great, but I don't feel like that's on the page. Right. Like, he doesn't, like, explain his thought process. He's just like, well, now I don't want this to drive a wedge between us. He isn't like, well, the things that happened in between then and now upset me. Something as simple as, like, I had a really great conversation with Emmett. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we talked about him and Rose and independence and whatever. Like, there's just, like, no, like, concrete reason why he changes his mind. So it feels sort of like, I don't know if this is going to last because I don't understand why you changed your mind about this. Maybe I'll chalk this up to the fact that we read a chapter a week. Off of like the previous two chapters in one sitting like you know I was thinking a lot about the previous chapters as I was reading this and so Mm -hmm. maybe if you're just like reading it in one go you're like oh yeah well that's that's what's obvious that this would upset him that she ran off I just think that if there was so much explanation and reasoning given for why he was making stupid decisions in the first place then like at least somewhat equal explanation should be of oh i was really stupid for these reasons fair (laughs) that's what i want and then he's trying to make up for his behavior before by behaving properly going forward so he says so he murmured in a casual tone did you make plans to go back to la push again soon he's like look i'm doing it look (laughs) look at me being (laughs) (laughs) i'm being such a good boyfriend right now (laughs) And then inconveniently for Bella, this happens right when she has decided that she doesn't want to go back to the point and she doesn't want to see Jacob because he sucks. (laughs) And then he, like, doesn't want to pry, but, like, he's he's so curious it pains him. Of course. She says, I don't think I'm welcome anymore. And you can just, like, see him vibrating on the page. Right. Like, when (laughs) you run over someone's cat, he asks lightly, keep it light. Keep it light. (laughs) And then again, he like does the right thing where he's like, well, he said this awful thing to me. And then he's like, I'm really sorry. And she's like, well, I thought that would make you happy because you hate him. And now I don't want to see him. And he's like, of course, I'm not happy that you're Wait, wait, wait. We got to read it. It's so good. It's nice. It's so nice. Let's give parts. Okay. Who wants to be the narration? I'll be the, I always love being the narrator. I always pick the narrator. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be Edward. Okay. Um, why don't you start on, he said he'd rather see me dead. Oh, going right into it. Okay. Oh, yeah. He said he'd rather see me dead. My voice broke on the last word. Edward was too still for a moment, controlling whatever reaction he didn't want me to see. Then he crushed me gently to his chest. I'm so sorry. I thought you'd be glad, I whispered. Glad over something that's hurt you? He murmured into my hair. I don't think so, Bella. (laughs) (laughs) 
guys, should we make an entire audiobook of this book? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It would be very illegal. Uh, sometimes I wonder if our margin notes are kind of towing a line. Right. I try to crop them strategically to have right. as little of the book in them as possible. Okay, but then... But then we also get where he's like, um, you know, she's like, what's wrong? And he's like, it's nothing. Don't get angry. (laughs) She's like, tell me anyway. And he's like, I could quite literally kill him for saying that to you. I want to. And I'm like, I loved it. Yes. (laughs) Me too. I love his next. Okay. So she goes, I guess it's a good thing you've got so much self-control. I could slip. His tone was thoughtful. <laughs> so good. If you're like, going to have a lapse in control, I can think of a better place for it. Oh, sexy. I love that line from him because we see Jacob make this same argument, but when it's Jacob, he it's hopeful. It's like, oh, like maybe maybe, you know, I'll lose control and I'll get to, I'll get to fight him. He like can't <laughs> fucking wait. But Edward is just kind of like like you know turning it around his mind yeah. like well i'm not hoping for it but up. technically i could so maybe <laughs> there's an opportunity one day who knows <laughs> i loved it oh uh, then they get all jealous and right because they talk about denali tanya comes up um yeah. essentially bella's like by the way i talked to rosalie yesterday and Edward's like, oh, yeah, I heard about that. Um, Again, trying to be very mature and restrained. Right? <laughs> and he's like, do you want to talk about anything? And surprisingly, Bella doesn't want to talk about the, you know, stuff that Rosalie wanted to talk about, which was whether or not she should turn into a vampire. But Bella's I was like, confused. So Edward is like, do you want to talk about it? And his voice is anxious because... He thinks she wants to talk about the reasons Rosalie gave her for staying human. But, like, he also wants her to stay human. So why is he nervous? I think it was mostly, like, uh, you know, she finally knows the whole backstory of what happened with Rosalie. And maybe, like, how did Bella receive that story? Maybe it's just, like, kind of fraught in general. Right. He doesn't know what Rosalie told her. Like, Rosalie could have told her anything because it's Rose. Right. And it is, like... Right, it is a very traumatic story, regardless. And good point, good point. Yeah, um, as you were. Good point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, and Babella wants to discuss Denali, which I like and he's forgot. Like, what the fuck? Right, I like don't even remember Rosalie bringing up Denali, but apparently that happened. Um, I love how much they surprise each other. It's <laughs> true. It's true. Like, yeah. they really do not know what the other one is like <laughs> anytime. And then the funny part is that she's like, well, she said that you didn't care about any of them, but did any of them show a preference for you? And it's like, well, if you already know that he didn't care, then why does it matter, matter if anybody had a crush on him? No, because she, she lays know. it out. I'd right feel here. like a winner. She says, I started to panic, my heart accelerating as I imagined the gorgeous immortal rival I never realized I had. (laughs) That's true. Like, she could show up at any time and, like, steal him. Right. You know, it's different if Rosalie actively wanted Edward, because then it'd be like, fuck. And I have to, like, like, compete with Rosalie. And then 
Edward makes it worse by being really cagey about it. Guys, yeah, dumb. He definitely makes it worse. And yeah. she, like, freaks out. She's like, I can just go ask Alice right now. <laughs> Get it? Go ask Alice. The and... title of a book <laughs> that for years I thought really was, like, somebody's diary. And it's it's not. It's fully fiction. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I wonder if um... they still make kids read that in school. I hope not. You guys, the plot of Go Ask Alice is that she gets into drugs and then she gets clean. And then there's an epilogue where you find out that she died anyway. And it's like, what the fuck? I didn't know that. I don't think I ever read that. <laughs> I've never read it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a book that's like by Anonymous, right? Yes. Okay. So and I they get like a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, I know of it. Um, and then it gets sexy again right at the end. Well, because, right, right because um, he's like, um, yeah, Tanya is a little interested, but I told her very explicitly and gentlemanly <laughs> that I am not. <laughs> um, and Bella's just like, okay, but, like, what does she look like? And he's like, well, she's blonde, so. <laughs> he says, like I prefer brunettes, which is so much better. Yeah, yeah. So, essentially, he's just like, listen, you have my heart completely, entirely, forever. Don't worry about it. Go to sleep. <laughs> oh, I love that. At least we finally got some, like, pleasant interactions True. and, like, cute, sexy times. Really, um, it's an is... oasis. Yeah. <laughs> it, did, it did feel very refreshing. We, <laughs> we like, apologized, like, two to three times. <laughs> This is pretty good. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's the Twilight Saga, baby. (laughs) (laughs) If I were Bella, I would not be freaked out. I would love this. I'd be like, hang on, tell me again. So you're telling me there was this beautiful woman who you rejected, and now you're with little old me. Yeah. For God knows why. I'd be like, do you have photos? (laughs) <laughs> okay. Can you put my picture next to hers and tell me all the things on me that you like more? <laughs> it's true. I have heard like those stories about like people would be like, "Yeah, my ex is not going out with like Lady Gaga," so I feel pretty good about myself. Yeah. <laughs> this is like my ex dumped Lady Gaga for me. Right. Right. Exactly. Way better. <laughs> all right. Best sentence. Worst sentence. Um, I have a a worst. Okay. Where'd it go? Okay. So this is one of the many times that they're making out in bed. And he's <laughs> like, all right, let's cool our jets on this. It's going too far. He sighed. Must I always be the responsible one? You're not the responsible one. <laughs> You're a kidnapper. <laughs> goes to school and actually learns things. She has a job. She takes care of her dad. Like, you are not the responsible one here, (laughs) I feel like I have several bests, actually. Oh, there's so many good ones. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. Oh, here's a worst. Okay, so when Jacob is, like, trying to explain the whole imprinting clear thing... He just, like, goes so slowly with it. She's, like, he imprinted on a two-year-old. Like, you could immediately be, like, 
It's not weird. Yeah, I but promise. it's not like but. that. Here, here's what it is like. But it takes him like three responses right. to get to there. One of the first things he says is, "He'll just have to be patient for a few decades." <laughs> Why would you start with that <laughs> instead of like it's not always romantic? Right. Like that. That's just like the wrong. Like he's trying to reassure her, and he went with like completely the wrong option. <laughs> But at the same time, exposes the truth that, like, it actually is creepy. Right. It's like you can't tell her it's not creepy because it is. It's creepy. <laughs> um, my best sentence is one that I didn't necessarily agree with Bella having, but I thought it was really well written and really conveyed emotion well. There was no friction in the space between us. The stillness was peaceful. Not like the calm before a tempest, but like a clear night untouched by even the dream of a storm. Oh, that's I, was like, a good that I was like, yeah, but I want you to be tempesting. I want to be really mad, but it's <laughs> really pleasant. But darn, that does sound really nice. <laughs> two of my favorites were, oh, here's one. There were two good ones that we already read, and I will instead do this one, which is uh, kind of funny and ridiculous. Um, which is when he's like, no, duh, we're not going to have sex for the hundredth time, Bella. It's too dangerous. And she goes, I like danger. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was very silly and funny. Um, mine is Bella's like, confused that Edward's not mad. She's like, but I went to La Push. I know. And I ditched school. So did I. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... You know what? Yeah, you Great point, Edward. <laughs> you do it all the time, don't you? I uh, have another best where we, like, kind of get to allude to how horny Bella is, which is just that she says, I'm going to spontaneously combust one of these days. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love it. Yes, girlfriend just wants to get her sex on. Like, let's go. She wants to get it on. Um, I have a book recommendation. I haven't read it in, like, a while now, so listeners, if you read it and it turns out to be offensive, I do apologize. (laughs) Um, I forget the author, but it's called Spontaneous, and what happens in it is that, like, high schoolers, I think all over the country, maybe it's all over the world, I forget, but these high schoolers just start spontaneously exploding, um... What the fuck? But, like, you'll be in high school and, like, the kid next to you will explode. What? <laughs> what the fuck? So strange. I I've never it. heard of this. Is it because they're horny? Um, not to my knowledge. <laughs> is it? Maybe you got, yeah, like, a, it... a fan. Is it an analogy? <laughs> I don't remember that much, but... If I do remember correctly, it's, like, random. So, like, you never know who it's going to be. You never know if it's going to be you. I mean, I guess that's the thing with spontaneous combustion. It's spontaneous. Spontaneous. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, that's that's our chapter. Uh, Thanks for listening. Email us with questions or comments at twilightphasepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightphasepodcast. Thank you to our patrons, including our brand new patrons special shout out to you guys at the end melina bridget eric samantha aaron karen ed bailey laura andrea leamy james melissa and autry hey
You can follow us at Twilight underscore Phase on Twitter and Insta and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. You know, I think Melissa's probably really cool. Audio editing by Melissa <laughs> Shermer. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. Oh, we forgot to tell them about our trip to the beach. Listeners, we went to the beach and... Oh, we went to the beach together! <laughs> All together. It was, so it was a lot of fun. Check our Insta. We probably Check out it. our Instagram. We, yeah, oh. Melissa posted on our Instagram. I didn't, but I, I will did. now. <laughs> I think I put it on the Twitter. Check our Twitter. We look cute. We had a great time. We'll so be cute. back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Bye. 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 Oh, that's such a good episode. Ooh. Oh my god, we're so talented.